Welcome to today's broadcast of Sun, Salt, and Light. Sun, Salt, and Light, S-O-N, knowing and growing in your daily relationship with Jesus Christ, but also being the salt and the light in your marriage, in your family, at your place of work, at your church, and even in the community you're in. I'm Pastor Michael Petit. This is a radio ministry of our church, Calvary Chapel Divine, here in Divine, Texas. We are so glad that you joined us for today's broadcast. We are a Calvary Chapel, so we simply teach the Bible verse by verse, chapter by chapter. We believe that God uses His Word to transform, restore, and to change lives one verse at a time. If you're visiting our area, you'd like to get information about our church or church service times, maybe even track down some of the other teachings that we have available through podcasts, whether it's through Audible or Spotify or Apple Podcasts, you can do all of that at our church website at calvarydivine.org. That's calvarydivine.org. I wanted to give a little bit of an intro here before we get going into this teaching. This is actually uh, Austin Carlisle, who is an ambassador for the Whosoever's. Uh, the Whosoever's is um, uh, founded by Ryan Reese, Brian Head Welch of Corn. Uh, Sonny Sandoval of POD and they go around sharing the gospel of Jesus Christ uh, for everyone and 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 so whether it's skate parks or schools or churches uh, wherever they go and they share God's Word uh, one of the things that we've been very blessed to do is the last two times that we've had Austin Carlisle with us he's actually taught the Word of God uh, whether it was at the youth retreat when he taught the youth or whether it was at Grace Calvary Chapel when he taught twice the last visit. We had him here at Calvary Chapel Divine this time, and he was able to teach the Word for us. And um, I'm always just amazed by this man's heart. Uh, he is a servant of God, uh, a man after God's own heart. He, uh, When you talk to him, Scripture is just pouring out of him, pouring out of him. But one of the things that I'll never forget, and we're in the middle of this trip now, so he's still, he's still on his way to do four assemblies at Lytle High School. And then he has, um, he'll be speaking at First Baptist Natalia on Wednesday. But the thing that's really amazing about this is, is we were at a, a little Christian academy in Divine. Um, and only 15 kids, only 15 kids. And we had asked them, you know, my wife teaches there. And we had asked, hey, was there a possibility of you... Uh, coming in and maybe reading a story of the Bible to the kids. And Austin came up with the idea of, I think I can, let me get, do we have a guitar? And and so it's it's all God because, one, he's a left-handed guitar player. And so how many left-handed guitar players are there? Very few. And so my brother-in-law is actually a left-handed guitar player, so we were able to grab his guitar. Austin practiced all day Sunday. Um after a service he was working on it sunday for a couple of hours and what he had worked out was chord progression and in, in the song and and then he was going to write the song at the school in the moment that he was with the kids he was going to have them write down their names and then he was going to as he sings their names he was going to assign like a scripture a reading to them and he, I, it blew me away. The kids were absolutely, and the teachers were absolutely just taken aback. It, it meant the world to them. I mean, it meant the world to them. And, and for me to see that, this man performed. 
And this is why I say he's a, he has a heart, a servant's heart. This man performed for 80,000 people with Lincoln Park in Germany. And here he is joyfully, lovingly, just happy, glorifying God to these little ones. And he did that yesterday. And I'll never forget that. I'll never forget that. That'll be something that, that I am honored that I got to be a part of. So let's go ahead and get into the teaching of Austin Carlisle. Um, I would highly recommend if, if you have, uh, you're a pastor or a youth group, a youth pastor, and you, you, you want to bring them in to teach, I would highly recommend it. Um, solid guy. I love him to death. Um, and, and praying for him and his family. We, we, we were blessed to have him here. Uh, tremendously, tremendously, and, um, and and I would highly recommend that as well. So let's go ahead and get into the teaching. That's enough of me rattling on for a while. This is Austin Carlisle, the second half of this two-part study. Rock and roll, baby, and Jesus is more awesome, and the Word of God is more awesome. And for me to say that should speak to you, because I lived a pretty radical lifestyle snorting wasabi and jumping off a two-story building breaking my nose on a hot tub real smart this is more rock and roll deuteronomy 4 2 you shall not add to the word of god or take away from it that you may keep the commandments of the lord your god and then in deuteronomy 4 39 Therefore, know this day and consider it in your heart that the Lord himself is God in heaven and on earth. And there is no other God. There is no other God. And the book of Judges repeatedly over and over and over and over over they get a prophet then they slip back into worshiping little gods pagan paganism idolatry and then they get another prophet and then they slip back into idolatry paganism and it's like this cycle over and over and over and over and then they ask for a king like the rest of the nations so guess what god gives them a king God anoints the king, King Saul. You might have heard of him. But then Saul turns his back on God and then enters David. Chuck Smith says, for, 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 for God calls, uh, David is, is known as a, a man after God's own heart. Chuck Smith always says, David was a man for God's heart. Because just like the mud, yeah, David slipped and fell. But guess what? David slipped, fell, confessed, changed it, did something about it, got up, and kept moving forward to the kingdom of God. Because he knew what was most important. So do you want your reward now? Temporary? Or do you want to hurt a little bit now? Which... Everyone is going to do whether you follow God or not and have eternity of reward. I'll choose that any day of the week. 
Something funny that I find, I guess funny is a bad word to say. We'll find a synonym later. But for 39, 40 plus years in the wilderness, because of doubt, unbelief, pagan worship, complaining, etc., etc., of the people who were just freed from slavery in Egypt, they were just freed from slavery. They see all these miracles from God. Yet in the New Testament, almost all introductions or all of, of the authors say, I, a bond servant of Christ, or I, a servant of Christ. Servanthood, a slave to Jesus. And Bob Dylan says the same thing. It may be the devil and it may be the Lord, but you're going to have to serve somebody. Which leads me to Joshua. It's in Joshua 24. That's the next book. And I'm just going to read from chapter 24, 14 down to uh, my challenge to you this week. Joshua, Joshua says, Now therefore fear the Lord. Fear, by the way, translated is awe, reverence. Sir, wow. Not, oh my gosh, strike me down with lightning how the world sees like Zeus with lightning bolts. That's not the fear of the Lord. Yes, Walk out your salvation with fear and trembling. We are to fear him. He created us. Our breath, his breath is in our lungs. He breathed life into us. But walk in adoration of him. And James says, and there's that controversy in James of works. Do works cause salvation or does faith cause salvation? Well, no. If you have faith, then you're going to, to have works to prove that faith. It's not the other way around. Because guess what? Just like my daughters, I can't, they, there's nothing they can do to make me love them any more or any less. There's nothing my daughters can do that will make me hate them any more or any less, or hate them at all. But there's nothing that you could do. You could go out and feed the poor for a month and God wouldn't love you any more than he loves you right now because God sees you in Adam and sin or in the blood of his son Jesus and that's it and that's what the whosoever stand on is God so loved the world that he sent his only begotten son Jesus that whosoever anyone whoever whomever believes in him shall not perish but have everlasting life and john three seventeen is one of my favorite verses for god did not send his son into the world to condemn the world like the world likes to think but that through jesus the world might be saved because all god wants with us is a relationship but God is holy and we are not. And the only way to become holy is through the blood of Jesus, the transforming of our minds, of our hearts, new spirit, the Holy Spirit being reborn 
Jesus, how can I enter the kingdom of heaven? How can I inherit the kingdom of heaven? You're the teacher of all teachers. You must be born again. Do I enter my mother's womb again? Impossible. My mom's dead. I don't, I'd be, I'd be screwed. Sorry, <laughs> screwed. Not a preacher. No, you must be reborn of the spirit. Because just like Harry Potter and pretty much every Disney movie now, it's all spiritual. We battle not against flesh and blood, but spirits and principalities and powers of the air and darkness. When Adam sinned in the garden, God came. God knew where he was. But what did God say to Adam? Adam, where are you? God said, Adam, where are you? Where are you? Because he loved him. When he made us, after making elephants and clownfish and jellyfish and turtles, which are pretty cool, and sunsets, he said, those things are good. But when he made you and I, he said, it is very good. And he wants to walk with us. And that's it. And the only way to walk with God is through the blood of Christ. Not the cross, not Christ on the cross, but the fact that Jesus died on a cross for us, for our sins. He didn't deserve it. We did. He died and rose again. The thief on the cross is the first example of that. The thief never tithed at a church. The thief never went to Sunday school. The thief never went to church. The thief didn't know the Torah. The thief didn't, the, he didn't know the Ten Commandments. Nothing. The thief simply saw his own sin, his own fault, and he saw Jesus next to him and said, this man does not deserve to be here. I deserve to be here. This man truly is the Son of God. I believe you're the Son of God. So today, when you enter your kingdom, remember me. And Jesus said, today you will be with me in paradise. Boom. It's that simple. Let's pray. God, I thank you um, for being God. One of my favorite scriptures is, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty, who was and who is, and who is to come, along with, I will never leave you, I will never forsake you, along with, cast your cares upon me for my burden. My yoke is easy, my burden is light. And God, I know that there are so many in this room, if not everyone, who have such a heavy burden on them right now, and are dealing with real, valid life situations that hurt and wear them out and stress them out right now. They have kids that their heart is burdened for, grandkids, husbands, wives, broken marriages, addictions. Just because we're at church doesn't mean we're all perfect people. And just because we're at church doesn't mean we all have it together because we don't. And that's why we rely on you. So God, I pray that 
whoever here has put their hope and their faith and their trust in you and stepped into a relationship with you, they've, they cast their cares upon you daily. But when they're yoked with Jesus, to remind them, God, that, that Jesus is on one side of the yoke and they're on the other. They're going to slip. They're going to stumble. They're going to fall. But Jesus will not. And they just have to keep walking. And you desire to walk behind them, pushing them along. You desire to hold their hand and walk alongside them as a friend. You desire to walk in front of them, leading the way. And you have two ways of carrying us. When we can't walk anymore, you pick us up and you put us over your shoulder like a good shepherd and you walk. Or if we keep straying, you break one of our legs Pick us up, put us on our shoulder, on your shoulder, and you walk. So I pray that whatever pain is in this room, in the name of Jesus, God, I pray that they will recognize that that pain is either because of the enemy, which has to go to you for permission, is because of their own sin, and it's not by chance. Just like Job, Satan had to go to you, God, to get permission to mess with Job. And Job said, the Lord gives, the Lord takes away. Blessed be the name of the Lord. So whatever they're going through in this room, God, I pray that you reveal to them that they need to search their hearts to find out that whatever they're going through, is it their own sin or is it testing because God wants something, you want something greater from them. You're building them up for a purpose. Like in Romans 5, to rejoice in the trials and tribulations and sufferings because we know that that, that it brings perseverance or endurance and endurance and perseverance brings character and character brings hope and our hope does not put us to shame because of the love of Christ that has been poured out into our hearts by the Holy Spirit and I pray that whatever everyone in this room is going through I pray that they cast their cares on you Jesus they take their problems to the cross they leave it at the cross just like you left the cross when you died and you rose again I pray that they take their problems to the cross they leave them there they don't allow their problems to take up rent in their brain any longer because that's how the enemy wins Satan wins by doubt by disappointment, by disbelief, because he wants to take away the power of what God wants to do in our lives. And your word says that our faith is more precious than gold. And our faith is being refined in the fire. And when you refine when 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 you refine gold, you take the gold and they power wash it and they get the rocks and the dirt and they put the gold into a fire into a kiln the gold melts down the impurities rise to the top they pull out the gold they scrape off the impurities they put the gold back into the fire 
The gold melts down even more. Even more impurities rise to the top. They pull the gold out of the fire. They scrape off the new impurities. They put the gold back into the fire. They pull it out, scrape off the more impurities, gold in, gold out, gold in, gold out, scraping off the impurities. And they don't know that the gold is ready until they take the gold out for the last time and they can see their reflection in the gold. And that is you, God. You put us into fires so that you can pull us out of the fire as we scrape off those impurities that you brought up to the top so we can go back into the fire. Because we're not made to live on the mountaintops. We're not made to even live in the valleys. We're made to walk with you. And a lot of times that's in the fire. And we learn the most about you and about what you want from our lives in those trials, tri tribulations, fires, and the things, the sufferings, the pain, the hurt, the mistreatment, the things that we go through that people do to us, we cast those things at your feet so that we can be built stronger spiritually in you and your word. And when we doubt ourselves, we doubt our situations, we doubt our spouse, we turn to your word and we turn to what you say about us. We turn to your promises about us. We turn to what you say is truth. Because if Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life, we need to know the way. We need to know the truth so that we can walk this life out. We can run this race well because we are living in a time where the world is going to increase and increase and increase and get worse. And you are sifting right now. Who is real? Who is not? Who wants to really serve me? And who is just playing the game? Because you didn't call us just to come and sit. Yes, church is important. I go three days a week. But you call us to go. And the only way we can go is through the power of your Holy Spirit. So God, I pray for a fresh outpouring, a fresh anointing on those that are reborn in this building of your Holy Spirit. I pray for, I pray for healing for pain and low backs, pain and legs. I pray for issues that just come, have just come up with lungs. I pray for the marriages in here that don't know what to do, that are tired of sharing a building with each other and walking by each other. And then they come together, they go to church, they get home, the TV goes on, someone else goes to another room. And I pray that they come together because they're not going to make it through what's coming unless they are on the same page in the same book. And that is your word because you hold your word higher than your own name. And that should be 
everything to us. So I pray that we stick our faces in this word. We pray beforehand and ask that you reveal yourself to us through your word. Because when we ask for wisdom, you gladly grant it. And when you ask, we ask to, for, for you to reveal yourself to us through your word, you do not slack in your promise and you will. And there is power, there is authority, there is peace, and there is joy and hope in the words of this book, in your words, God. So I thank you for this church. I thank you, for Pastor Mike, in his heart. And I thank you for what you're going to do because you're not done. You're just getting started here. We ask all of this in your will and all of this in Jesus' name. We give you all the praise and the honor and glory. Amen. Thank you. Well, that concludes today's broadcast of Sun, Salt, and Light Radio. We hope that you enjoyed it. If you'd like to submit a prayer request or get in contact with us or find out service times, you can do all of that at our website, uh, as well as get uh, our podcast at Spotify, Audible, TuneIn Radio. Pretty much wherever you can find a podcast, uh, you, you can just type in Sun, Salt, and Light, and you'll find it. 